The problem is that people don't understand the relevance of their whole entire being. The relevance of their being when it comes to ministry. People oftentimes use ministry to gain personal things like houses, cars, money. I mean, at the end of the day, they act like they need to be trained and brought up in such a way. I'm not saying there is no level of training for those whom God has called. But for those of us who are the chosen, those of us who have no training other than than the Holy Spirit, and what I mean by that, there are some people God raises up himself. Let me give you an example in the Bible. John the Baptist. There was no man that rose him up. He was born to carry out a mission that he was chosen for. He was chosen to do what he was called to do. And it was the Holy Spirit that rose him up and filled him. And he was able to carry those things out according to God's plan for his life. And many of us who are the chosen the like, in other words, we are the ones who are chosen to live out this life. Do that which God has called us to do. Born into some things that only God is directing our steps to do. The opposition, the calling on our life. It's very, very great. And we sit here and we talk about and we watch other people who are looking at ministry as a way to gain something. Yeah, yeah, you should be looking at it as a way to gain eternal life. Because I'm going to tell you right now, ministry will cost you every single thing. And I mean, when they say give up your life, yeah, your life. It doesn't mean that you're going to die specifically, but it does mean that you will die to yourself. You will learn to love your neighbors as you love yourself. And at the end of the day, we all understand loving ourselves has everything to do with loving God. And it is all in the first commandment. The first commandment teaches you how to love yourself because we're made in the image of God. Therefore, loving ourselves has everything to do with loving God. And what God does with us is he sacrifices. He sacrifices his only begotten son by giving us the undeserving, the murderers, the rapists, the stealers, the cheaters, the disrespectful Every and everything that's sinful, that's what we were. But you know, he turned around and gave us the very last, which was his son. The very last. It was his last. It was his son. His only. His only. And he did it willingly because of his love. Love has the ability to set people free. Love has the ability to break chains. Love has the ability to do a whole lot of things. But you can't walk in love by only loving those who love you. Loving those who love you is not truly only walking in love. The true definition of love is being able to love despite of. In order to level up in God, the new level will require you to be able to do the things that you do not want to do. You don't want to love on your enemy. They might have spit in your face. They might have embarrassed you. They may have done some very unshamely things, but God does not call us to be respecter of persons. No, he called us to pray for those people and praying for people that do you wrong. See, you when you're acting in love god blesses you for blessing them and deals with them but at the end of the day we are not to wish anything negative or bad on our enemies we're supposed to pray for them in doing those things we're acting as children 
of God. We're supposed to go out and love and witness and be an example of Christ Jesus in the earth. Because I tell you the truth, he was the ultimate example. God opened the sky on the day of Jesus' baptism and declared who he was. He announced them himself. He, I believe, at that very moment, that is the sign of a true prophet or prophetess of the Lord. He reveals himself to his prophets. And he ended up revealing and announcing who his son was before those who were there to see, that he took up to see who he was. There was just no doubt about it. At the end of the day, everybody out here who out here trying to get the bag, out here trying to get jets, cars, houses, let me tell you something. I am not in any way saying that those are things that God cannot bless you with. Indeed, he can bless you with them. But at the end of the day, the ministry, anything that's ministry is is something that it, 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 it has a cost. And the cost is everything, every single thing. But those people who want to be in ministry, they, some people only want to be in it because they got a voice, because they want to be able to express themselves and when something bothers them, they want to be able to get it out to the people. It's not about being bothered by the people, it's about following the word of God and we all have an accountability to do so. At the end of the day, the ministry is a lot of sacrifice. I mean, you literally are loving people who hate you. You're loving people who are just... They got things going on, you know, and 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 you may be sent to different territories to, to tear down certain things according to the following of the Spirit of God. You know, you got to be able to love people without an expectation of receiving things back in return. We understand that reciprocation comes from God. It doesn't mean that we don't have boundaries or set up certain things in our life. Those things are coupled with love because you have to couple love. You have to guard your heart. You have to do those type of things. Those are not what I mean. But what I do mean is that when people glamorize ministry, I'm sitting here like, really? Because from what I was taught by Holy Spirit, there is nothing that glamorous about it. The only great glamorous part about it is at the end of your life, when you when you see Jesus and he says, well done, thy good and faithful servant. <laughs> because I'm telling you right now, some of these people out here, they are wow. They will hate you, be jealous of you, cheat on you, turn their back on you, slap you in the face. You, I mean, even I've seen time in my life where I have sacrificed my time, my sleep, my slumber, sitting up all hours of the night praying for, listening to, counseling, being a listening ear to people who later on turned around and called me a witch, called me a spell caster, talked about me, spit on me in my face, all this type of stuff. And the only thing I wanted to do and did was give and give and give and give and give and give. But let me tell you something. You can love on people who who don't love you. And it can't be something that you expect. You have to do it because the love of God is on the inside of you. Children of God should carry a heart of gold. We all are different, but there should be. Why? Because we're not called to be like the world. We're not called to do unto others what they do to us. We're called to do unto others as we would have others do to us. And so the love that we give others doesn't mean that they deserve it. But there's power in love. Love is the greatest of all. 
Love is the greatest of all. It is the powerhouse of being set free. It is the powerhouse of deliverance. It is the powerhouse of the moves of God. His love drove Jesus Christ here to the earth to not only teach us the way that we should go, correct certain things in us, make known the will of God, but also to lay down his life for the sins of the world. His love did that it was love the root cause and the reason was because he loved us despite of us he loved us so when we think about the word love love is a powerful word it is a powerful powerful word god himself is the word love he is love it was love that loved us enough to send his only begotten son down here in the earth so that whoever shall believe upon him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. Jesus is the product of what love can do. Love was what sent Jesus, and Jesus set the captives free over each and every one of us who were blind, broken, and on our way to a devil's hell. It was the love of God that broke things free off of our lives when we could have been somewhere else. But it was the one act of love that caused God to do what he did by his son and by his sacrifice. Now we are right heirs with Jesus. All we have to do is say yes to him. All we have to do is believe upon his son, Jesus, and what he has come to do. That is all we have to do. We will be saved, but we have an obligation to walk in obedience to his word and walk in the calling that he's given us. And if he's chosen us for anything, we have obligations in God. We have obligations in him to be all that he has called us to be and to do all that he has called us to do. That doesn't mean that we won't have moments where we're hurting, where we're bleeding, where we're in need of one another. But that is the reason for a family of flock to flock together to get that strength from one another and not to forsake the assembly of the righteous. And you can assemble anywhere. You can assemble in a park, in a church, in a house, in a building, whatever. But if you are spending some time with each other, you can build each other up. There is the need to build each other up in this time. Because for those of us who are doing true ministry out here, it is the giving away of the word of God freely and the mindset and heart of the will of God and it is his perfect will that no man should perish and if you want to be in the will of God we have to understand that that is his will that no man should perish let your prayers be aimed towards his will let your thoughts be aimed towards his will so many people are walking around in unforgiveness and bitterness and hurt and pain. And you know what? We all have gone through it. But let me tell you something. We all have walked in selfishness. We all have. Because of what was done to me. Because of how I feel. Because of what I experience. This is what I am doing. It's all about us sometimes. We need to cut out the, the craziness. We need to understand that it's okay to hurt, but it's not okay to stay hurt. It's okay to fall down, but it's not okay to stay down. It's okay to slip up, but it's not okay to stay in a slip state. We got to get up because God has given us the courage and the strength to do so. And in our weaknesses, he is, he is our strength. It's a lot to ministry. And if anybody thinks they want to come into ministry, 
because they believe in their heart that they're going to be rich. Deceiving people by using the word that's freely given and was already freely given so many years ago. And you got another thing coming. You're not walking in true ministry. You're not. You're walking in true ministry when you can love. And you're leveling up in the spirit every day to work on breaking the things off of yourself as God would have you to do. And allowing him to be the ultimate end all and be all of your life. Things aren't going to always go the way you want it to go. People are not going to always do to you what you want them to do. You will be rejected and hated. Even he was. Don't expect anything higher than the teacher. The teacher is Jesus Christ. He went through it. He was full of love. He was full of teaching and wisdom and soundness. And they still crucified him. So you see the ways of the world. Anything that is good, they crucify. Anything that is good, they lay aside. Anything that is good is not good enough when it is someone or anyone or groups of people who are in the world. Let me tell you something. Other people who are really truly women and men of God recognize other true men and women of God. But some people walk around acting like they're true men and women of God when they don't even have love. If a person lacks love, they are not true they are false and i mean love in every definition trust and believe that love is the end all be all love is god and it takes love to carry out ministry you have to you have to love your enemies god isn't asking us to love our enemies he's commanding us to and the love of our enemies the love of those who do not like us the love of those who are out there that aren't in our circle so to speak They're the ones who need the most deliverance. Look at Paul turned Saul. He was persecuting the Christians. But he still had and was still called of God. He was still chosen of God. Even in the midst of all that he's gone through, he was chosen. Look at him. Look at what he carried out. Because it was God's plan and will. And it came to pass despite of his life. So at the end of the day, when you look to the left and you look to the right and you look around, I tell you the truth, the ones who you should look up to are the ones who are truly full of the love of God. Why? Because they are the wealthiest, one of the wealthiest in the kingdom. Ministry. It's not glitz and glamour. It's a lot of sacrifice, blood, sweat, tears, loving despite of, pressing, praying, and going in, carrying the love of God, the armor of God. Many rewards await at the end of all that. But the truth of the matter is, it is God who will reward us. And we have so much things to do. So I'm just saying, all of you who are considering ministry, check your love level and ask God to level you up in love. You don't want to have a fiery tongue and a heart that's void of love because that will cause you to walk in false falsehood. I pray that you understand this message, that you get it, you take it back to God and let Him speak to you in His Word. Or even in your private time. But I'm telling you. Love. 
Love is like the catalyst of ministry. And it's the reason for everything. It's the reason why you will lay down your life. Because you love your neighbor just like you want to be loved. You're doing them just like you want to be done. It doesn't mean God won't deal with your enemies. It won't mean that God's just going to let people keep walking over you. No. But you have an obligation to continue to love others. Despite all. To walk in love. And allow the Holy Spirit to lead you. And allow the Holy Spirit to give you the wisdom that you need to steward the love that you are given. And so. Yeah. Uh, it's not easy. Bruh, it's not easy, sis. But if you really want it, go in it for the right reason. Go in it because you truly want to see souls saved for the kingdom, despite whose soul it is. I encourage each and anyone who's listening to me to continue to hold tight to God's word. And always remember, God's word isn't just and only written in the Bible. He speaks to you too, those of you who have a relationship with him. And if you don't have a relationship with him, I urge you to get one. It's really simple to accept Christ into your life. You just have to believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sins. Read John 3.16. Go into the Bible. Check out, the, check out Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Read those chapters and see what Jesus has done. See what he taught. But God loved you so much that he sent his only begotten son to die on the cross for you. That anyone who believes in him won't perish but have everlasting life. That's amazing. You just have to accept that. Believe that. Repent of all your sins. But you have to understand repent don't mean I'm sorry. I'm just sorry. No, repent means I'm willing to turn from my wicked and evil ways. And follow God. And walk in the obedience of God. And be who I'm called to be in God. So if that's what you want to do, I pray that you do. You just let him know from your heart that you repent of all your sins. And you want him to come into your heart and be your Lord and Savior. Right now is the time. Because tomorrow might be too late. You don't know what tomorrow holds. You don't know what the next second holds for your life. Make the determination now. And be determined to make it into the kingdom. We all have goals we set in life. But let your ultimate goal to be able to go into life when it's time for you to get life that you would get it eternally and not die and die again and fall into the flames of hell from unrepented sin in your life let us put on his full armor and walk according to how he would have us to walk and do what he's called us to do everything that he wants us to do has everything to do with our purpose and why we are here your identity is found in christ if you need any assistance, any help, reach out to me. I'm on Facebook. Okay? Uh, Sasha Killing or Serenity Love. Either one. God bless you all and thank you for listening.